0: Welcome to the Jeff Allen Sports Talk Podcast. Conversation and opinion to inspire thought, friendly debate, and even some laughter. Now from his man cave in Apopka, Florida, here's Jeff Allen. And welcome to bracket special number three of the Jeff Allen Sports Talk Podcast. And we are glad to have you along for the ride as we continue our coverage of the NCAA basketball tournament. I had planned to do a, uh, a recap show yesterday, and uh, was feeling under the weather, and I was going to do a uh, pu- a pickup show for the Sweet 16 on Thursday, but we're going to merge those into one program here today. So hope you are ready to ready to go and uh, ready to hear uh, what's uh, what's good and what's not about the NCAA basketball tournament. First of all, uh, let's start with the good. Uh, not a lot of upsets in the first round, but uh, generally uh, fewer than, uh, than expected. But uh, the upsets did kick in over the uh, second uh, round on Saturday and Sunday with uh, a number one seed in Villanova getting knocked out, a number two seed in Duke uh, getting eliminated. And, uh, uh, and more so on Sunday than Saturday, but uh, a lot of good competitive close games. And you could really see where the uh, the committee had their challenges in seeding the teams. You know, Wichita State is much better than a 10 seed. Wisconsin is much better than an 8 seed. Uh, But uh, I think you know, basically from 11 on up, you know, there's uh, such great competition now uh, in the tournament. uh, Along those lines, the uh, the 12s usually get some upsets. But basically from that tier up. You know, used to be eight seeds and higher was kind of the, the elite group. I think it's now uh, gotten to where it's 11 seed. And up. Uh, the difficult uh, part of the tournament so far, I think, has been the officiating. Uh, you can argue that it it had, outco- you know, effects on the outcomes of some games, um, but maybe not. Uh, you know, the, the biggest one being the uh, uh, Gonzaga goaltend when Zach Collins... Uh, reached his hand up through the hoop to block a shot. It led to a technical on uh, uh, Northwestern coach Chris Collins, which uh, allowed uh, the lead to get uh, grown for Gonzaga as they were fending off a furious Northwestern comeback. Um, you know, it's hard to hard to to blame Collins for getting as upset as he did, uh, but he did cost his team some points there. At a critical juncture, he, granted it was a bad call, uh, and he had a right to be upset. But uh, coming out onto the floor really kind of cost him there. I think the other uh, big call that uh, that everybody's kind of up in arms about was the uh, the uh, flagrant foul uh, uh, Seton Hall had when uh, 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 Desi Rodriguez knocked an Arkansas player to the ground. They went ahead and called a flagrant one, which was you know two shots in the ball. Which uh, uh, you know, it, it, again, a tough, tough call. Generally, in those cases, uh, those are uh, you know more often than not called common fouls, and uh, and 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 it keeps the, the the officials from having in, an impact on the final score. And then I guess the other thing would be more of a non-call that took place in the uh, uh, North Carolina Arkansas game with the. Uh, Tar Heels. The uh, when Joel Berry, uh, not not only did he walk, he uh, he he should have been called for for an offensive charge uh, uh, that led to him throwing up a a, a, a tough shot that ended up uh, getting uh, put back in on the rebound. So uh, it was a, a tough situation there. That I think maybe in that case you think. You know uh, that it could have cost uh, the the Razorbacks the ballgame. So some tough officiating things that have taken place in the tournament, but you're going to get some of those here and there. It probably just uh, seemed a little bit more magnified uh, this past weekend. So here we are now. We're upon the uh, Sweet 16, and uh, so far in the tournament, I'm a robust 36 and 12. Went 26-6 in the first round, went 10-6 in the second round. Uh, so uh, let's take a look at the Sweet 16 matchups uh, that'll take place on Thursday and Friday. Let's go to the East in that regional. Uh, Wisconsin taking on Florida. The Gators uh, somewhat, uh, even though they were A4 seed, somewhat of a surprise uh, uh, making the Sweet 16. But uh, they're doing it quite effectively. And... Uh, Getting it done, Wisconsin, again, they took out the top seed Villanova, uh, the actual actual number one seed of the overall tournament. Uh, Big win for them, and I think they're going to carry that momentum and uh, make the Elite Eight with a victory over the Gators. The other East Regional will have Baylor taking on South Carolina. South Carolina was the other uh, giant killer, taking out uh, the Duke Blue Devils. um, and. Uh, Baylor will be a too tough a match for them, I think. I'm going to go with the Bears in that one. Moving to the West Regional, Arizona Xavier. Xavier is a uh, a climber into the uh, Sweet 16 as they uh, uh, have a, had a terrific ride so far uh, in the tournament as an 11 seed making the Sweet 16 and a very convincing win over the Florida State Seminoles who are usually either very good or very bad in the tournament. Uh, they draw a tough assignment in Arizona, which, of course, is the two seed. I think the Wildcats are going to uh, win that game, and I think that will set them up with a, uh, a terrific matchup against the Gonzaga Bulldogs. They're taking on West Virginia and the other West uh, Regional. Uh, West Virginia, of course, uh, uh, beating, uh, beating uh, Notre Dame. Uh, in, in, in tough fashion, and the, their defense was uh, was very impressive. I think uh, uh, Gonzaga, though, will be a little bit too much for them. And I'm taking the Bulldogs in that one. Let's switch over to the Midwest, Kansas and Purdue. Purdue has uh, represented the Big Ten well uh, in the Sweet 16. They will uh, battle, of course, the the, the Jayhawks, who are a one seed, and I think Kansas, I had them going to the Final Four. I think they'll continue that ride. And then the other matchup, Oregon, against the surprising Michigan Wolverines, who have have gotten real hot, and uh, uh, they've been making quite a ride, and I'm going to go with Michigan. I picked against them in the last game. I thought Louisville uh, would uh, be too much for them, but uh, they're continuing uh, their their, uh, terrific play. Uh, going through the Big Ten and now making it all the way to Sweet 16, and I think they're going to be a surprise team now in the Elite Eight. And in the South Region, the last two matchups we'll look at here: North Carolina and Butler. Uh, Carolina had a had a big fight on their hands with Arkansas, and you can always look. Usually, in the second round, your top seeds will have some uh, some battles where you know they you know because usually their first game is a, a blowout win. And they face a tougher tougher test in the next game, and they were able to survive that. I think Butler is going to be a another tough one for them, but I think the Tar Heels will advance. And then the game I think I think is probably going to be the, the the best matchup of the Sweet 16: UCLA and Kentucky. UCLA beat uh, the Wildcats uh, during the season, and um, I think they're going to pull it off again. Although I think this is a game that. Uh, will go down to the buzzer, if not overtime. A lot of talent in this game, and I think it'll be a fast, furious uh, uh, competition there. So uh, I'm picking UCLA in that one. So those are my picks for the Sweet 16. Uh, Would love to hear what you uh, think about those picks and maybe what your thoughts are uh, regarding the tournament so far and, and, uh, and, uh, and maybe some of your picks. Uh, interactively, you can uh, reach out to me at Jeff Allen underscore eighty eight on Twitter, Facebook at uh, Jeff Allen eighty eight, or on my website, Jeff Allen Thanks for listening to Bracket Special number three, and with that, we are done here. This has been the Jeff Allen Sports Talk Podcast. Be sure to catch Jeff's weekly blog at Jeff Allen and follow him on Twitter at Jeff Allen underscore eighty eight. The Jeff Allen Sports Talk Podcast is brought to you each week by Kramer's Salve for Dogs. Does your dog itch or suffer from debilitating skin allergies or troubling hot spots? Well, here is the solution – Kramer's Salve. Kramer's Salve is a safe and natural approach to help your best friend live an itch-free life that will get rid of your dog's skin irritation once and for all. Imagine, in as little as 24 hours, your dog can live in comfort, free of itching and hot spots. Kramer's Salve exclusive, high-quality formula not only works like magic to naturally soothe and heal painful inflammation, but also saves you hundreds of dollars on pricey vet bills. It stops itching on application. One four-ounce jar will last you six full months and comes in an easy gel application it's safe and natural and like harsh steroid treatments Miraculous results with no reported side effects, guaranteed satisfaction, or your money back. Your dog is family and deserves only the best. So order Kramer Salve today by going to KramerSalve.net. A 4-ounce 6-month supply with shipping included is just $30, or a 2-ounce 3-month supply with shipping included is just $20, and 10% of all proceeds from purchases of Kramer Salve are donated to no kill rescue organizations. With Kramer Salve, your dog can end the itch. Hotspot cycle. To order, go to Kramersalve.net. That's K R A M E R S A L V E.net.